Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Imperfectly Perfect Live. I am Trainee Sharp. I am your host as always. It's a pleasure to be back before you guys yet another week. And I'm so excited because we have a special guest, Dr. Naya Alameen, who is a good friend of mine, big sister of mine, known her for years. And she is this month's highlight for January. We apologize for the delay. You know, technical world and things happen, but to God be the glory, we are here and we are ready to um, share. And now Dr. Naya is we're ready to share her story with you guys. And I'm just excited. But before we do that, and while we're waiting for some more people to come in, we always want to make sure that we start off with prayer and inviting the Holy Spirit in to make sure that whatever it is, whatever agenda that he has, that we allow him to have his way. So if there any Father God, we just thank you, God, for your presence. God, we thank you, God, for who you are, God, and who you continue to be in our lives. God, we thank you, God, for the opportunity, God, for to be able to share our testimonies, God, to be a blessing to others, God. And thank you, Father God, for giving us the strength, God, to be transparent, giving us the strength, Father God, to not be afraid, Father God, because this will help many people, Father God, striving, Father God, to pursue their God-given purpose in spite of their imperfections. So Holy Spirit, I ask that you move through me, God, and Dr. Naya, in the name of Jesus. I thank you, God, that people's lives will be changed, set free, healed, and the Father God, may you get the glory, most importantly. So God, we honor you. And we love you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. All right. Welcome, everybody. Amen. Welcome, welcome. Again, we have Dr. Naya Alameen. Wonderful smile. As you can see, as I was describing to you guys, she has such an inspectious smile. And it's just so inspiring to others. So it's no, it's no surprise that God laid her in my spirit to highlight. As you know, for those of you that follow this platform, that we started honoring a man or woman of God every month as a highlight. And a highlight is simply a man or woman of God who is persevering beyond their imperfections to um, fulfill their God-given purpose. And as you hear Dr. Naya's story, you are going to see exactly why um, we chose her um, for this particular month. So Dr. Naya, introduce yourself to the people tonight. I am so grateful, first of all, to be on this podcast. Trinise, I am just excited about your platform. Thank I can you. remember when you first started and how it has just blossomed. And as you mentioned, I have known you for a very long time. Yes. So it's just um, wonderful to see your life and seeing how you are really um, blooming where you're planted. So Thank I you. so appreciate just any kind of accolade. Any type of um, thing that someone wants to do to highlight you is always an honor, no matter how big or small it is. Right. As you know, um, yes, Trinice, my uh, my name is Naya Alameen. I am right. still getting used to the doctor title because right. this is a new accomplishment for me. Awesome. Um, <laughs> God is good. You yes. I'm so excited about that. And you know, you work towards certain things and it's great when you get that level of honor. Mm -hmm. But I'm just Naya, you know, I'm just right. a very down-to-earth person. Although I have a lot of titles, a lot of letters behind my name, I just think that it's important, no matter where you find yourself, to be approachable, right? to be willing to learn something new from somebody, to be able to communicate with them effectively right. and support. So that's just what I'm about. But to let you know a little bit about me, I am a certified life coach. So I literally, I am in a valley with most of my clients helping them to achieve their professional and personal goals. Right. I also um I'm a relationship coach. So I do a lot of coaching through marital counseling, 
dating, um, coaching, and also a wedding officiant, which I love so, right. so much. I love right. officiating weddings and also a minister as well. So I have a lot of different hats yes. that I'm all most passionate about, but all of these things make up who I am. So I'm excited and I'm going to be an open book today, very transparent. This is share parts and pieces of who I am in my life journey. And I hope that as I shared it, it will be an opportunity for you to learn a little bit more about me. But most importantly, learn something about yourself, something new yes. about yourself. And okay. know that no matter no matter where you find yourself in your personal life journey, that you really have what it takes inside of you to be whoever and whatever you want to be. Yes. Listen, Naya is ready. She's on fire already. And I'm excited to just get into the interview tonight. So Naya, one of the things that um, that I love to talk about on this platform is just how just showing others how we um, are imperfectly perfect, hence the name, but just explaining to them that you know, in spite of our imperfections, we are able to fulfill our God-given purpose. And so one of the first things that I wanted you to share is um, talking about imperfections. And um, I wanted you to explain the moment that you had in your life where you actually said, Jesus, I surrender, because there's a difference. We know that there's a difference between, you know, when we first become saved and then we go through that life. But then it's another encounter that we actually have when we say, Lord, like I surrender to you for real. So can you explain to the people, like, what was your encounter that you had with God? So that is such a good question to ask, because mm -hmm. I'm going to tell you this, like, I'm a very transparent person. Right. So when it comes down to like, I wish it could, I wish, Trinise, I love the way you phrased it, that it was just yeah. one moment. Right. That I said, Jesus, I surrender. Right. There are many moments that right. I say, Jesus, I surrender. Many moments, even today, that I say, mm -hmm. Jesus, I surrender. So I can't just sum it up in one moment because, right. like, a lot of times I can be flowing in a, in, a, in a good place in my life and something mm -hmm. might happen. And I just like, oh, my goodness, I surrender. Right. But one particular um, situation I had, like, prior to me living here in Philadelphia, um, I was living in the, in the D.C., Maryland area. Mm -hmm. So I was living there and... I was just really concerned about just growth. I wanted to, I was in the area specifically because I wanted to get, um, you know, fresh in my career in finance. Right. I wanted to um, live this single independent life. Yeah. I wanted, <laughs> I just had so many goals and aspirations for mm -hmm. myself. I was in my early twenties and it was times where, you know, I would just do whatever I wanted to do. And I just be like, Oh God, forgive me. And I would just live a life of, of just like, oh, God is going to forgive me, forgive me, forgive me. And he did. But yeah. I remember getting into um, a situation that was wrapped in, uh, of course, it's always wrapped in a relationship. I love that relationship. Right, right. Love, right? <laughs> and what I've learned just in my experience that God always uses people in relationships mm -hmm. to grow you and stretch you. Right. So I was in a relationship with this particular gentleman and mm -hmm. um, the relationship was pretty good. Right. And um but he had a secret life that I didn't know about, okay? And his secret Ooh. life got him into a lot of trouble. So I'm going to mm -hmm. do a high level because I can't put it all out there. Right, right. Podcast, okay? Right. <laughs> so it was a situation where um, this gentleman, he ended up getting arrested, okay? Mm -hmm. And um, 
And because he was arrested, I'm going to be very transparent about this. Um, the FBI and the Secret Service ended up being at my door. Okay. Wow. And he had a whole list of things that was going on that I didn't know anything about. Right. And because of just me being new in a career and the type of line of business that I worked, something like that would just diminish my whole career, right. my whole aspirations on my future. And I didn't know what to do, to mm -hmm. be very honest. I didn't know what to do. Right. And I remember having to call um, my parents at the time because they didn't live in the area and say, listen, mm -hmm. I'm in some trouble and I need some help and I yeah. don't know what to do. I don't know if I need to talk to, you know, um, the officers. I don't know what to do. I don't know if I'm going to jail. Yeah. I don't know if they're going to put me under the jail. But I remember that um, literally my mom flew to me that same day mm -hmm. and um, took a plane, came the same day. And mm -hmm. the first thing that she did, instead of like reprimanding me, and um, telling me all of the things that I did wrong, she just looked at me and she took my hands and she prayed with me. Yeah. And um, and at that moment, like when you feel like your life is crashing down and that's how right. I felt. I felt like my life was crashing down and I did not know yeah. if at the end of this prayer, if I was going to be hauled off to jail or yeah. if I was going to have to leave my apartment, my career all of the things that I was working on um, for my future. I didn't know what was going to happen for me. But mm -hmm. at that moment, as the tears was rolling down my eyes, that was one of the moments where I just laid it all out. And I said, God, if you get me out of this situation, Whew. you will never have to worry about me again. My God. And I wish that when I had that moment that I was telling the truth. I wasn't. Okay. I wasn't. That part. And I thank God that he knows who we truly are at our core. Yes. But I will tell you the testimony in that piece on that in that place is that God heard me. Mm -hmm. He honored my prayer. Yeah. And he got me out of that situation. Right. And hence it, it was um an ultimatum after the prayer where my mother was like, You moving, whether you're going to either go to Philadelphia or go to Atlanta. Yes. <laughs> This whole D.C. Maryland life is over. <laughs> but yes. Most importantly, and, and first of all, some people will look at that and say, oh, my goodness, how dare your parents do that? But sometimes you need those come to Jesus moments because that was a come to Jesus moment. Yes. But in that moment, it literally changed my life. OK, and let me tell you, listen, the FBI Secret Service coming at your door. Oh, it will change your life real quick. But real in quick. that moment, though. <laughs> I had a whole lot of emotions, but mm -hmm. it was a moment where I had an awakening mm -hmm. and I said, okay, I really need to get serious about um, who I am. I really need to get serious about doing things right for me, but also aligning myself up to God's commandments right. and the life that he wanted me to live. And I didn't yeah. understand what it was, but I can remember driving on 95 North coming to Philadelphia. And I said, yeah. I'm leaving this life behind. Mm -hmm. And when I get to Philadelphia, I'm going to be different and I'm going to do things different. And really, <laughs> since I've been here, I've had my, my, um, my challenges and my struggles, mm -hmm. but I can tell you this, the FBI and secret service never knocked on my door here in Philadelphia. And I yeah. changed, I started really changing my life around at that moment.
Mm -hmm. at that moment before I even got here. So that was, I know that was a robust response, but I say all that to say that Mm -hmm. a lot of us have had similar situations, worse situations. Some people have been in jail. Some people have not, you know, but we all have a past. We all have things in our lives that we struggle with. We all have things that make us imperfect imperfect Mm -hmm. to us but not imperfect to god okay because i realized that even in the things that i felt bad about myself because you gotta Mm -hmm. also talk about think about when these things happen you start beating yourself up like why did i get myself into this situation it's Mm -hmm. all my fault i should have never did this i should have never did that we start adding on that guilt on inside of us yeah but even with all of that, that God still sees greatness in you. Right. Listen, that was my God. Like, I can definitely, I mean, I can't relate to all of it, but I can definitely. <laughs> I hope you can't relate to all of yes. it. Because this story. <laughs> right. Oh, right. It's nothing to be proud of, but it's part of my right. past. Exactly. And it's important to put it into the forefront. I'm right. okay with it. I'm past it. Yes. Listen. We all, we all have a, we all have a story. We all have a past. And that's what this is all about. Just to be empowering and encouraging to the viewers, just to let them know that, you know, we're not perfect. And a lot of times people, they look at Christians as being perfect and that they put us on a pedestal that if we make any type of mistake, if we, you know, say the wrong thing, if we, you know, have a bad attitude one day, you know, we all fall short of the glory of God. So, that's the thing. We depend. We depend on Jesus Christ. The Bible says that we can do all things through Christ that strengthens us. Therefore, we are dependent on his strength, not our own strength. So in times where we are weak, he makes us strong. So and my pastor just said that, Pastor Tracy just said it on um, Sunday. So that is just so powerful. Um just to be able to have you have a testimony and be able to still be able to inspire people on a daily basis which is what I want to get into now. You mentioned that you are a certified life coach, which is, listen, everybody needs some uh, coaching in their lives. So, and you do it on a daily basis. One of the things I want to ask you is, what have you discovered? Um, what, what have you discovered has been most of your clients' uh, needs? What have they needed help with the most? Most of my clients, the underlying issue i would say when i'm talking to most of my clients it's about the lack of confidence in their skills and who they really are and what they can achieve mm-hmm. everyone comes to me um all of my clients they come with to me with different goals that they want to meet because being a life coach i'm goal oriented so i help you to achieve your personal and professional goals Right. When I really start pulling back the layers with a lot of my clients, they want to meet a certain goal and they say that they can meet the goal. But when we really start working through the logistics of the steps that it takes to get there mm-hmm. or the steps that they have already completed to get them closer to it, they begin to doubt themselves and doubt mm-hmm. their abilities to do certain things. And it's very shocking to me because you invest in a coach because you want to meet a goal. Yeah. But how I meet my goal is by my clients meeting their goals. So I can't do the right. work they have to, too. 
Right. But it's very interesting, like as we begin to talk and work things um, out in regards to the steps that they're just like, they're like, I just can't do it or I don't believe I can do it because this happened to me. Yeah. Well, I don't think that I can realize this goal because I'm having trouble in this particular area and I can't get over this um, experience or this hump. So right. um, it's very interesting. And a lot of it is wrapped into just self-confidence, self-worth. Mm -hmm and self-esteem. And when I really think about it, because I get an opportunity to touch on both sides, the spiritual side and the practical side. Right. So I understand on the spiritual side that, you know, God, when he looks at us, he looks at us as a complete and finished work. Right. So when they come to me and say, you know, Naya, I want to meet this goal. That is them talk. That's, that's God speaking through them to say, listen, this is how I see you. This yeah. is what I see you as and with what, and this is going to move you closer to realizing how God looks at you as complete and whole. Right. But on that other side, the practical side, you know, I can see how they're tearing themselves down and they don't believe and have the confidence that they can do it because see the enemy want to make, make you feel like opposite of everything that God wants for you in your life. Right. So right. if you're called to be a speaker, the enemy will make you doubt your ability to speak up. Come on. Yeah. Okay. If you're called to do um, entrepreneurship, mm -hmm. that the enemy is going to make you feel like no matter what type of product or service that you bring to the marketplace is not good enough. Yeah. And it won't succeed. Right. So it's like a tug of war between the two. It's like I find myself having to help my clients, clients believe and unlock the skills that they already have inside of themselves, that they mm -hmm. are already doing it, but they don't have the confidence. Yeah. And the fire to get it done because of the experiences that happened in their past that made okay. them doubt. My God, that is so good that you that you said that, especially especially in this year. I just believe that this year is a lot. That is really pushing a lot of us to operate in our gifts and go to a higher level. So we need life coaches. We need accountability partners that is going to push us to our purpose because like you said, we, you know, anytime that we doubt or anytime that we feel like we can't do it, the enemy plays with those emotions. He plays with those thoughts. And then next thing you know, now we're sad now we're not going anywhere. And so, that's what he wanted. Yeah, not to cut right. you off, Trini. No, you can't. The enemy, because he can't stop the greatness mm -hmm. in you. But what he can do is to slow you up. And when you're slowed up, it means that it's taking you longer to get to opportunity that is set aside for you. It takes you longer to connect with people that will unlock opportunity for you in your yeah. life. So it just it's like if you're running a race, because that's what we're right. doing in this, in this life journey. We're just walking through. We're running a race. We're jogging. We're all at different paces. Mm -hmm. But it's like when we're not focused and running, then we're going to not. I don't like to say we're going to miss out because God has a way of restoring time and restoring yes. for us. But yes. it'll just take it a little bit more. It'll take it longer and more of a struggle for you to get right. to the place that you need to do. And you go through unnecessary strain. And yeah, stress. that part. That's why it's just, it's just so important for us to to try to get it right the first time. But as not as Naya said, at moments where we don't, God will restore the years. I know that God has definitely restored the years in my life because 
my God, if you would have looked at me four years ago, I was not the person you see before you. So I'm so grateful. And I know um, Naya is grateful as well. So Naya, what the next question that I want to ask you is, what actually inspired you to be a life and relationship coach? So it really evolved into a lot of things. Mm -hmm. And the first thing is that I worked in um, banking and finance for mm -hmm. many of years. And I worked with um, financially planning and helping um, my clients deal with their finances for them to retire, to buy homes, mm -hmm. you know, vacations, just mm -hmm. all types of things. So I was always in like the planning type business, but right. I only worked in it in a, in a financial size. So mm -hmm. I had... Um, one of my clients come in and she actually introduced life coaching to me because this was a really new concept. Right. You know, in 2013, that's when I um, went through my certification to become a coach. And it was rare, uh, fairly new at that time. Yeah. And I, she introduced it to me. I read up on it. And I was like, oh, this is something interesting. It's the same thing I do for most of my yeah. clients with their finances. But this makes it even better because when I think about finances, it touches every aspect of your life anyway. Mm -hmm. So I do have to have these like whole life conversations yeah. with all of my clients. So I went through my training and I fell in love with it. Right. And it kind of took off from there. So I was doing... Um, coaching clients after work and mm -hmm. um it just came it just started from there and then as i started coaching clients then i started like you know doing a lot of relationship work right with I, and these are things and when i think about it to be honest with you trinise i have been doing this work all my life Really, right, I have, right. so this is not like these are just new titles yeah. that have been placed on me, mm -hmm. but these are things that I have been really doing my whole entire life. I've always been um, problem solving for yeah. my friends and my family. You know, mm -hmm. I've always been one that have come that people have come from me, come to me for just like you know to weigh in on situations or to get a level of wisdom about right. things. I have always been one that have shared resources with um, any community that I live in. So this is nothing new. So these are all just titles that I've had that kind of put it a little bit, you know, put it in a box. But right. really, I've been doing this work my whole entire life. It's like my life's work. So, yeah. um, and then it's just spin into like relationship coaching, then ministry aspect, then right. uh, wedding officiant. So it all kind of like all just came together and I'm still have other aspects of it that I want to do. And see, mm -hmm. Trinice, the one thing that I want to share to your viewers and also to mm -hmm. um, just a little bit about myself is that mm -hmm. Early on, I decided that whatever I wanted to do or whatever I was passionate about, that I was not going to put myself in a box. Right. That I was going to give myself the freedom to explore and do the things that I enjoy. I'm a creative person, naturally. Yeah. You see my creativity coming out in the right. clothes that I wear or the right. places that I go or right. the, um, you know, I just have a lot of home decor, like all the different right. things that I do. You see my level of creativity. So mm -hmm. I take that same level of cre creativity about my passions and the things mm -hmm. that I love to do. So some people say, well, how does it work? You being a life coach, you know, in finance, you right. being in ministry, you being a wedding officiant. And I right. have some other things that I'm working on. How are you going to make it all work together? And I said, right. listen, God made me this way. So wow. I don't have to yeah. fit into boxes and titles mm -hmm. and all these things, even though I have them. But yeah. how I look at it is that I'm really doing what I love and what I'm passionate about doing. So, mm -hmm. um, and 
I don't believe in doing anything that you're not passionate about, especially right. at this stage of my life. Mm -hmm. You know, because then I know a little something. Just right, a little. right. <laughs> and I see just a few things. Yes, Naya. <laughs> so just a few. Right. You know? So now I have like the confidence in the authority now to operate and do the things that I love doing. So mm -hmm. that's how I know that's a long response to your question, mm -hmm. but coaching kind of evolved and it was right. something that I was already doing in my life. And I just did um, a certification just to be certified for what I enjoy doing. Yeah. So what I want to say to all of you out here that are listening you already know what you're passionate about. You right, already know right. what you love. You right. already know what you've been doing for at yeah. least 10 years. And you can tell if you like it or not. But yeah. if you find it as something that you really enjoy, give yourself the freedom mm -hmm. to chase after it. Okay. Yeah. Give yourself the freedom because guess what? God put that inside of you to explore. He yeah. put it inside of you to, you know, turn it around and, and make it your own and bring your unique self into this world to do the work that he called you to do. It's part of your life work. Right. My God, that is so good. I what the key thing that you just said and all of that is you've already been doing it. The fact of the matter is that sometimes like, and it's God is so... Oh my God, I just love the way he does things because it's like, you never know the training that you're getting and why you're on a particular job. You may be on a job that you may not like and certain training you're getting from there and in ministries that you're serving in, in church and you're getting training there. And then next thing you know, when you end up in your career and you're like, wait a minute, I've received, I literally got on the job training all of my life and didn't even realize that I was there. It said, um... Oh, awesome. She said, one person, Sherry said, that's exactly how I got started in psychology. You know, the, the different people are just relating with you that, you know, we've already been in it. And then it's just like, wow, sometimes you just get to a point where you just have to stop and just evaluate and say, wait a minute, what am I, what is my life purpose? What is the reason that God created me in the first place? And how do I make sure that I take the necessary steps to make sure that I'm fulfilling my God-given purpose. That is so powerful. So you also mentioned, um, oh no, let me, let me ask you this question now. So this is so interesting because I know you already mentioned about being single, which I know you are just like love and you are just love being single and you inspire so many other single people. So as a single woman, what advice do you have for those who struggle who struggle with enjoying their singleness? Oh, that's a really good question. Um, I was you. I have fun. I'm just telling you. Yes, I, I really. Why we having fun out here? Really, and I'm not trying to make it like you know cliche. Like, oh, Naya, you're always smiling. You're always having a good time. Right. But it's very important for you to um, do things that you that you enjoy. That's right. it. I, we, I, I remember just being like a teenager in my early 20s also that I wanted to be married so bad because mm -hmm. I realized that that's all I knew. And that's what, you know, people would say, well, oh, you're going to get married. You're going to have some babies. You're going to da 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 right. And I realized that, you know, that was what I heard and that's all I knew. But I started to like part of the life culture journey and just counseling and, and 
and um, therapy and all of these things. Right. When you're in that world, when you're working with clients and you're listening to, you know, different kind of concerns and issues, mm-hmm. you have to look at yourself. You know what I mean? Not that I embody what's going on with my clients, but the bottom line is that, you know, I want to be clean when I get in front of uh, my clients and speak with them. And I had to do some self-searching and I had to be okay with different aspects of my life, things that I was proud about, things that I wasn't. And then once I released all of that, you know, stress and all of that, you know, guilt, then I started Mm -hmm. just enjoying myself. Right. on me. Doing yeah. what I enjoy doing, traveling, seeing the world, like right. giving myself the freedom to do what I really enjoy to do and do it right. instead of anticipating and waiting for something to happen, you know? Right. So it's just a personal process, you know, a lot of times, like, and, if, and for those that do desire to be married and want to have the family and want to have children, you know, mm-hmm. you still have to get out here and live your life until that exactly. happens. Right. You know, I have a lot, especially in a relationship space where I do, you know, um, dating therapy and um, premarital therapy, all of those different things. You know, a lot of relationships, even though they do get married, they don't make it. You know, it's right. there's no longevity in it. So part of you having longevity in a marriage or part of you having longevity in a dating relationship is that you have to be in touch with who you are. Right. At the core, you have to be. You have to. Now, some people, you know, they take, they say, well, I date myself. I do this. I do that. Mm -hmm. I don't like all of these terms and moments (laughs) and all of those things. I just say live. 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 Enjoy yourself. Do the things that make you happy and put a smile on your your face. Be intentional about it. Mm -hmm. You know, go out, have friends, you know, enjoy yourself because once you do, you know, begin dating and becoming a, in a relationship, then things are going to change. Once you leave out of that singleness season, right. then, you know, it's going to be a new season. And sometimes you're going to be run, wanting to run back to the season. I believe that wherever you <laughs> yes. find yourself, listen, wherever you find yourself, get right. everything you need in that place you are. So mm-hmm. when you transition out of it, you'll be mm-hmm. in a good place. Man, I mean, I'm listen, I'm the facilitator, but I am taking in all of this. I'm telling you, like what you just said and how like, you know, I don't talk about this too much, but how I'm currently on the way to marriage and I'm just like just re- been taking the time to reflect and just like, okay, Trinise, you about to be a wife. So you need to enjoy all of this singleness that you can. Not saying I don't enjoy my relationship, but enjoy it because like it, it is it's fun. There's life in singleness. There's lessons that need to be learned while you're single. And in, and in your singleness, you can still have those selfish moments and you won't have to worry about, you know, nobody else. You're worrying about you and it's just you and God. So just really just taking advantage of that and actually enjoying it. And as you can see, Naya, she has, I mean, if you follow Naya, when you are following Naya on Instagram pages, Listen, you be like, where you going, Naya? Can I come too? Like, yeah, I'll, I'll be out. Listen, yes. you got to live. And I mean, I am dating. So I'm not like, you know, right. I, I do have a significant other. But right. the reality is that, like, I still, I'm not married. Right, right, right. Coming down the pipe, but trust me, before I get married, oh, I'm going to have, I'm going to have to turn up another notch, okay? Yes. Because I. 
and then you know a lot and this is really funny Trinice, because people ask me all the time like oh my right. goodness like where do you be you in the middle of a pandemic you looking good girl you glowing <laughs> like what am i doing wrong like people, it's so funny when people say right. like, you gotta tap into yourself since i not understand it's been a lot that's going on with this pandemic right. but guess what during the pandemic and the lockdown, I've been exfoliating my skin, drinking my mm. water, okay, yes. listening to my, listening to the word of God. I've been right. really working on me and enjoying myself, and I have to be okay with that. You know, exactly. whatever you do, especially women on, if we have women on this podcast today, be right. intentional about doing things for you. Take the time out for yourself, pour into yes. you. You need that because mm. guess what? As a woman or even as a as a man, you still have to give out to so many different peace, um, people and yeah. places. And we sometimes are the last people that we pour into. We overlook ourselves and say, oh, I'm going to get to it tomorrow. Or at the end of the week, oh, I'm going to get to it to the end of the week. But how, do, how many people know tomorrow never comes? Right. The end of the week comes and goes. And now we're into Ooh. another month. And now we're into another six months. And now we're into another year. And we still didn't take the time to replenish ourselves and mm -hmm. fill up our cup. It is so important to do it. And even the people that are married and have children and have all of these mm -hmm. different responsibilities, right. you still have to take the time to take care of you. I always preach um, mm -hmm. self-care. And mm -hmm. I do series around self-care. And right. self-care is truly about you know replenishing yourself mind, body, and spirit. Right. Mind, body, and spirit. We need to be filled up. Our cups need to be overflowing when it comes down to mental, spiritual, feeling, physical health. We need to mm -hmm. have those things intact because if when we have those things intact, we become better friends. Right. We become better better sisters, aunties, better mm -hmm. mothers, better lovers. We become better all together when we are doing our self-care processes and self-care regimens. And mm -hmm. when we talk about self-care real quickly, it's not just about getting my hair done, getting my nails done. That's mm -hmm. self-maintenance, which is a little bit yeah. different. But mm. self-care is about doing activities that are yeah. going to really impact you that will really shift you in a better direction mentally, spiritually, and physically. Whew, my God. I pray that you guys are really taking in all of these wisdom nuggets that Dr. Naya is, listen, she's dropping it in. It's important, as she said, to take care of yourself. So I pray that everybody's been enjoying it. I know we have a lot of people. We have Sherry. We have uh, my mom, my sister, Courtney is on here. We have a lot of ladies. So it's like ladies night tonight. They're all tuning in and they're really enjoying the wisdom that you um, are sharing. Hey, Nia, how are you? All the way. I think she's in Nia, Italy. she's a new minister. Yes. Congratulations, Nia. Yes. Congratulations, Nia. Awesome. All right. So let's see. So we also, you also mentioned earlier that you are a wedding officiant. And so we was talking about relationships and everything. So what I want to ask you now is what was your process like choosing that particular career path? 
because I'm always on a back end trying to help these relationships stay together. Right. So, you know, <laughs> trying to help these marriages stay together. Right. Trying to, you know, um, for those desire, desiring to get into a relationship. So I was always doing a cleanup or being a part of, I don't like to say cleanup, because every yeah. every relationship has a, their own story. But yeah. I was always a part of the process of um, pulling people together. And I kind of wanted to be in the front end, right? right. The fun part, you right. know, just to support um, healthy marriages and healthy relationships, to um, lay down foundations that will help um, your relationship thrive. Right. And um, just with being, Getting into the whole ministry aspect, it just gave me an opportunity to explore being a wedding officiant. And I have done a few weddings and they yeah. have been really great. I've done a couple of, um, just a few, because I've only done it. Um, I've only been an officiant for about, I want to say two years. So okay. yeah. So it's it's something new. I love it. And I mean, if yeah. anybody's out here getting married, yes. out to me, I would love to do it. And I'm really open because I know that... Um, just in the climate that we're in right now, mm -hmm. when it comes down to um, couples getting married, it's just mm -hmm. difficult. It's hard to find people that want to be flexible with um, just, well, not even that. Before I go there, most couples want to have a counselor that they can relate to. Exactly. That's not going to judge them. Mm -hmm. That are going to listen to them. Yeah. That's going to support their relationship, but also give sound wisdom. Mm -hmm. And it's very difficult to um, find. And also, like a lot of um, couples are not all plugged into churches. Mm -hmm. So when you're not plugged into a church, um, it's very difficult to um, get counseling. They don't know where to begin the process with. So I have mm -hmm. like couples that might not have like a full, you know, Christian background. Just different type of couples, and it gives me an opportunity just to shine my light on them when I yeah. um, interact with them. So I'm grateful for the opportunity. That's good. And that's good that you say that because a lot of times we can, as Christians, we can be a little deep and I'm a witness of that. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, sometimes we find ourselves just like, you know, preaching to the choir and it's just like, listen, be relatable, be relatable. Like you can't just be like, and thus day of the Lord. Like people want to know that you can actually relate to them. They want to see what is the difference? Like why, why did you choose to be saved? Why did you choose Jesus? And why should I choose Jesus? If you just like preaching the word of God to them and you not telling them, sharing your testimony, sharing how, you know, God turns your life around, then they're like, who are you? Like, you're not, you're not, you're not perfect. You're not God. So being relatable is so key to those that, you know, the little, the deep people that are out there <laughs> talking to myself sometimes. I'm like, all right, Trinise, come back down, come back down to earth. Like, <laughs> It's important. So it's important to do that. But you know, but everybody doesn't have a heart, you know, to work with different people. But like mm -hmm. just me, I I know that I'm called to people. So right. and I know that wherever I go, I let my light so shine that men can see right. my good works that you're in heaven. So the bottom line is that you know, I when I come into a, a new place, that I know that the God in me shifts the atmosphere. Mm -hmm. So. Um, I know my smile shifts the atmosphere. Yes. I know my presence shifts, shifts the atmosphere. So, right. and then I always have people that always ask me, why am I, why do I, or why am I? And that's mm -hmm. my opportunity to share a bits and pieces of my story. But mm -hmm. I always want to use my 
um, passions in my career just to share, um, shed a light on um, the goodness of God without Bible beating them. Right. That's awesome. All right, guys. So I know you guys have been enjoying this. I also want to talk about just to get a little more into Naya who Naya is. So you are always motivating others to um, to fulfill their God-given purpose and just flow in their God-given gifts. I want to know who actually motivates you and lifts you up because every leader needs people that's going to have their back as well. So who who is motivating you and making sure that you fulfill your God-given purpose? Well, I do have a circle of support, uh, or I like to call them my army. So I and that consists of um, my mother, of course, which mm -hmm. is my mom, but she's also yeah. um, a minister, which is now a pastor. She's actually um, coming out with her, um, doing her inaugural um, opening up of her ministry on Sunday. So I'll be mm -hmm. remiss not to bring that up. I am so excited nice. for Dr. Mommy. That's what I call her. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so she really pours into me spiritually. And I'm just so mm -hmm. grateful um, that I have her as a support for me. And um, I also have just mentors. I, I'm blessed to have a gentleman in my life that um, he has been with me in my life since my first professional job, you know, nice. so fresh out of college. So he's right. one and his name is Robert and he definitely. We can't, we can't hear you. Do what? Okay. Can you hear me? A, a, yeah. A, a, a call which is coming in. Sorry about that. Okay. But yes, his name is Wilbur Scott. He pours into me spiritually as well as just supports me in my um, professional development. And I have other just um, friends that pour into me that I respect highly. Those right. that, um, are in different types of professional backgrounds that are also in ministry that pray with me and support me. So it's not just one or two people. I have like a whole army people right but i do have an inner circle that really support me and i'm grateful for it and i also i have to shine light on um i have amazing siblings i have three brothers so something to let you guys know i am the only yes. girl out of three kings and literally um <laughs> we all stand by each other and we support mm -hmm. each other and um, even today, like I'll get random text messages of just um, telling me how proud they are of me or me yeah. telling them how proud I am of them. And right. it's like we really lift each other up because when it really comes down to your circle, you should have people that, of course, that mentor you and support you. But right. you should also have others that are your peers that are walking alongside yeah. of you. And you also should have some um, people that you are mentoring and helping. Apostle yeah. Ellis will always say that. Right. Yeah. And he said that that's a balanced person. So. Exactly. It's important to do that. So no matter where you find yourself, you should always have someone that pours inside of you. Someone's walking, uh, friends that are walking alongside of you, but mm -hmm. also you giving back. So um, I do have people that I mentor and mm -hmm. um, support. And I have um, others that I lean on and I ask for support because I can't do, I give a lot. If you see yeah. like all of the things that I do um, deal with people and yeah. um also, it's a lot of information that they share with me, whether it's in the coaching platform, mm -hmm. whether it's me um, preparing a couple for marriage yeah. um, and some of the other endeavors that I'm working on. So mm -hmm. it all involves people because that's what God has me, you know, my hands to do. Like 
So it's important for me to constantly replenish myself. And I'm grateful for my circle of support that does that for me. And I'm so grateful that you do because it's, it's like we said, it's very important for everything that you pour out, that you have somebody that's pouring. You said it's important that you have somebody that's pouring, pouring into you, some people that are walking beside you. And then the last thing is the, that you are giving out. So those three aspects are just like three key points in all of you. Melissa March said that my family, mainly my aunt and cousins motivate me to fulfill my goals, education and relationship wise. That is awesome. So important. If you have those three aspects, you are going somewhere. You don't have those things that you really seek God and ask him, who is it I'm supposed to be attached to? Who is it I'm supposed to be, you know, allowing to be poor inside of me? What are mentors, you know, you know, the teachers that are supposed to be my lives and what purpose do I have to help inspire other people? So as you can see, Naya has all those things and I pray that you guys have those things as well. So Naya, this has been a wonderful interview. One last question that I have for you is that we know that last year in 2020, a lot of us have experienced ups and downs and that, you know, in different in different aspects, whether they were losing a loved one or losing their job and, you know, just experiencing hardship. But we know that God is still sovereign and this is a new year. So I just wanted to with you, us to end off with giving some tips that can help us have a successful year in 2021. So one of the things that really helped me in um, the beginning of the year is number one, is that I just started to have like open conversations with God, right? Mm-hmm. So um, it's called prayers, but just like taking time out does this really talk to God about whatever is going on in your life, whatever place that you find yourself in? So I would really take time out to um, pray. That's the first thing, because I believe that right. the Lord is the, is the plate that holds everything together. Mm-hmm. The second thing that I that can really be helpful is to join different things like this, like podcasts, seek out information on things that you're passionate about. Exactly. Um, what I'm going to be starting a lot of new things coming in 2021 like i'm going to be starting a new podcast nice. um, i'm excited about it it's called yes. faith fashion and finance okay so that's going to be my new um, podcast that i have coming out i'm also going to do um a money series mm-hmm. so like if if you find yourself in a need of like okay, I don't have enough money and I need some money, then you need to find what's out there, what kind of information that's out there for me to, you know, fix whatever kind of issue right. I have. Do that. Start start educating yourself. So, so saying that I don't know how or I don't know where to start or I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, that is not going to be the answer for you in 2021. You right. have to begin to start gaining information or getting information and getting knowledge to help yourself out of your situation. Okay. Yeah. That's what I started. That's something that I um, do. I always am like a seeker of knowledge. Mm -hmm. So I'm always looking to see what can I, what can, where can I learn? Or I have this situation going on. Who can I, who can help me with it? Right. So partnering with other people is important too. The other thing is to um, organize yourself. You have to organize yourself, organize your home, organize your workspace, organize your car, organize your closets. The more organized you are, the better that you can think. And people don't see the correlation of these two things. But the more organized you are in your environment, the Mm -hmm. more you're organized in your mind and your thoughts. 
Yeah. So when you become organized, then you're able to really hear like, oh my goodness, I had this idea. Let me write it down. Yeah. You know what I mean? I have, oh, I had this dream. Let me write it down. Yeah. You can, you can write it down and then go back and find it and see how your thoughts and, and everything can build onto that. So three things to do. First thing is to listen to God, pray, have those yeah. open conversations with them. The second thing is to seek knowledge. So if you have an issue or a problem, you need to find the help for yourself. You know, you're knowledgeable, you're capable, connect with people that can help you. The third thing is to organize yourself. Organize yourself so you can organize your thoughts Mm -hmm. to produce. And if you do those things over the the first few months of the year, it will kickstart your level of success for um, 2021. But if you can see, uh, Trinice, and I know we only have a few moments left. If you can see that um, at the end of the year of 2020, I just did a quick list, or I called it my testimony list, yeah. of the way that God had blessed me in this particular year. Because you also have to have let the devil know, although you set goals and things for yourself, some of those goals I did set for myself, but it was other goals that I did not set, but God still right. showed himself in those things. You have to have a moment to have a testimony mm-hmm. of how, even in the midst of a drought, even in the yeah. midst of a, a pandemic, even in the midst of other things that are going on around you, you have to keep a steady beat in your personal life to yeah. know that if you align yourself with God and you continue with your efforts, that it will be blessed. So yeah. I wrote a list of 10 things that God just blessed me and it just blew my mind. And yeah. it was things that I had that I didn't even put on my list in 2020 yeah. that came through. So I would encourage you. It's not about doing a New Year's resolution. It's not about mm-hmm. even setting goals because we set goals for ourselves every day that we don't right. meet. But the key thing is aligning yourself to God so he can guide you in, a, in your with your strategy for your life. Yeah. So you have to be aligned. So if anything that you heard from me today, I know I said a whole lot of stuff. I said a whole lot of stuff. And if you can go into my social sites to follow me, mm-hmm. to see what I'm doing next. Mm-hmm. But most of most, the most important aspect is just to connect yourself to the source, which is God. And yeah. only God has the strategy for your life. But he will link you up with people that will use their power, their ability, and their influence on Mm -hmm. your behalf for the positive. But you won't know unless you're connected. So if you're not taking time to talk to God, not taking time to listen, because it's one thing to talk, talk, Mm -hmm. talk, 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 but you have to also take the time to listen. And I listen at this point. I'm doing less talking and more listening because I want to decode the strategy that God has for my life. And guess what? When I decode Mm. the strategy that he wants for my life, then I become an illuminated light, which will be a blessing to everybody that's connected to me. So it's one thing that we see ourselves in light as lights, which we are, but I want to illuminate, okay? So I can be a blessing to myself but also everybody that God has called me to yeah, and yeah. everybody that is already connected to me. Yeah. Oh, man, I felt the power of the Holy Spirit when you were speaking just now. My God. The, uh, three. Can you mention those three points again? Melissa said that she was writing those down, those three points. 
The three points that you need yes. to do at the beginning of the year is the mm-hmm. number one to take the time to set time aside for mm-hmm. prayer. That's something that you need to do daily. I right. like to call it simply my conversation with God. So prayer. Right. The second thing is that if you have, if you want to achieve something this year or you have a, a issue or a problem, you need to connect yeah. with those that can help you. And right. stop saying, I don't know. But right. It's opportunity out there for you. You can get on podcasts now. Mm-hmm. You can do Zoom with people. Yeah. There's very different kind of series that are out there. Connect mm-hmm. yourself to people that can help you with your, or give you your solution. Right. And the third thing is to organize yourself. You right. have to organize yourself because when you're organized, that you can organize if your space is organized and your thoughts right. are organized. Exactly. That's good. My guy. And if y'all missed it, Guess what? You can watch the replay. <laughs> you can watch the replay and you can listen to it tomorrow on the uh, podcast as well. But my God, Naya, uh, Naya, I'm so grateful to be able to have this opportunity to interview you tonight. And I know that it was God ordained for you to have you on this particular platform. I'm excited about everything that God is doing in your life. I mean, you know, we go way back, but to God be the glory, just to seeing like you just walking in your God-given purpose is just exciting to just be able to just to see it, you know, just to be able to see it on the other end. So I'm excited about everything that God is doing for you. One more time, can you share your social media um, handles with the people? And I'm going to put it on the bottom of the screen for them as well. Absolutely. So on Facebook, you can, I'm a, it's a real life page. You can follow me on my business page, which is Life Coach for Leaders. Four mm-hmm. words, that's Life Coach for Leaders. You can mm-hmm. inbox me there on Instagram. Uh, my Life Coach page is at Naya, N-Y-A, the Life Coach. Mm-hmm. You can follow me there. You can reach me there. And my personal Instagram is Naya, the life coach on Instagram. So right. again, Facebook is Life Coach for Leaders. Right. That's also my website, lifecoachforleaders.com. I do have specials out there for coaching. Um, so connect with me if you want to really shift your trajectory in 2021. I work one-on-one with clients to help them uh, reach their goals. Life Coach for Leaders on Instagram at... Naya, the life coach. Yes. I cannot wait to connect with you. God yes. bless all of you. Please keep your eyes out for the flyers and the podcast that I have coming. Mm-hmm. And um, Trinice, thank you so much for this opportunity. Yes. I, I'm so excited about what God is doing in your thank life. You. And I cannot wait until you become a bride. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Naya. You're welcome. welcome. God bless you. And thank yes. you. Oh, before we before we end, we make sure to be in every podcast with uh, offering the gift of salvation and rededication. Yes. So make sure that for those of you that you know don't know Christ, and that as you were listening to this podcast and you were listening to Dr. Naya's story and just even listening to me, I just want to encourage you that Jesus is the answer. That even if you're experiencing some harsh hardship in your lives all throughout 2020, and you were looking for answers and you didn't find it in money, you didn't find it in relationships, I assure you, the only way that you'll have life, the only way that you have joy is if you find it in Jesus. So I encourage you today to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. If you're ready to make that great step and take that leap of faith, say this prayer of salvation with me. Say, Lord Jesus, 
I realize that I am a sinner. And then Jesus, I need you in my life. So Jesus, I repent of all of my ways, all of my wrongdoings. I ask that you forgive me. I believe it in my heart and I confess it with my mouth that you died on the cross just for me so that I can have life eternally. So thank you, Jesus, for doing it just for me. I surrender my life unto you and I will serve you for the rest of my days. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. If you that prayer of salvation, welcome into the body of Christ. You have a new start and yes. behold, you are a new creature and all those old things are behind you. And then one last call. If you had a relationship with Christ at one, some point in your life, but you allowed yourself to stray away from the things of God. But guess what? Jesus gives us multiple chances. So if you are still living and breathing and watching this podcast right now, Guess what? This is your lifeline to letting you know that Jesus still loves you and he's waiting with open arms, waiting for you to come back to him. So I encourage you to stop to put your pride aside and allow yourself to get back, back under the grace of God. So say this prayer of rededication with me. Say, Lord Jesus, I am so sorry for turning my back on you. I realized that I tried to do this life here on my by myself, but I failed. So Jesus... I ask that you come back into my life and be my Lord and Savior once again. Thank you, Jesus, for giving me another chance to get it right. And for Jesus, just for that, I will surrender my life unto you and I will serve you all the rest of my days. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen, amen, amen. Welcome back to the body of Christ. Welcome back. New start. A new start. And listen, make, most importantly, forgive yourself because the enemy would try to trip you up. A lot of times in our lives where we had a past and a lot of times God has already forgiven us, but we haven't forgiven ourselves. So in this new journey, make sure you forgive yourself and just move forward. So make sure that you also follow, follow I Am Imperfectly Perfect on, on uh, Instagram at I underscore Imperfectly Perfect. And on Facebook, we have a Facebook page, I Am Imperfectly Perfect on Facebook. And make sure that if you want to listen to the podcast, it's available on all podcast platforms such as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and more. So stay tuned in that for that as well. So I love you guys so much. I pray that you are encouraged and uplifted tonight. I pray that you continue to stay in tune for all things that Naya has going on in her lives and that you make sure you tune in for next week on um, next week's podcast. I love you guys. Have a good night. Good night.